Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hun, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast. Yeah, the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined. You get Christian Wife University, the Wisdom for Wives online conference, Five Days to a Better Marriage eCourse, Communication and Marriage Workshop, and a complimentary three-day, two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the U.S. Wait for it. For only $97. $97. Nice. You can find out more at jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. Dear Jolene, I listened to your message called The Remarkable Purpose of Being a Godly Woman. The reason I am contacting you is because I can identify with you when you spoke about coming to Christ at a later age of 26. I am 21, and I was saved by the Lord a few months ago. I am a college student trying to strengthen my faith and grow in the Lord, but I feel that the friends I have are not in the place to accept Jesus as their Savior and they are beginning to hinder my faith. Do I start separating myself from them? You mentioned you went through a similar experience. Do you have any advice or guidance to offer me so I can grow in my faith as a new believer? Thank you. Kelly. Oh, beautiful, beautiful message, Kelly. Praise the Lord that you are now a new creation in Christ and Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Yes, I I did go through a very similar experience. I was not surrounded by Christians. I didn't come from a Christian family. So here I am, newly saved, and I'm trying to grow in the Lord, but those around me are not believers. Um, really, they're they're scoffers. They they weren't interested in receiving Jesus as as their Lord. So I saw, I didn't have anyone tell me um, what was taking place. I just saw that when I was around them, um, I could see my tendency for my faith to kind of weaken, or maybe I would make some compromising decisions. Um, I didn't realize at the time it was my flesh still kind of wanted what the flesh wanted, that they weren't building me up in the Lord. Um, I also went through that with my family members because they they were against uh, me becoming saved. So there were times where I didn't show up to stuff because I didn't feel strong enough in the Lord and in my beliefs, and I certainly didn't know the Word of God. So I had to step back, and that's what I did with my friends. I started stepping back further and further away from them. And I could tell you it was a very lonely time for me. Um, Just I lived alone, and I went to work. I came home, and that was it. As far as church life, there wasn't even a whole lot of that there because I was still kind of, you know, church shopping, going from one church to the next, still trying to figure out, you know, how can I learn about this man named Jesus? So, yes, I had a very isolated life, but I removed myself because I thought, well, these 
These people aren't open to hearing what I have to say. If anything, they were discouraging me. So there's a time and place. As you grow in the Lord, you'll realize, you know, I'm not here to say by any means get rid of all your non-Christian friends. But when they're pulling you down, then that's the time to step away. And for you to become grounded in the Word of God, you know, plug yourself into a Bible study, plug yourself into the church life, uh, be diligent in seeking out all that as much as you can, because those things will feed um, your understanding of the word, it'll feed your spirit. So when your spirit grows more and you're stronger in the faith, then it's easier for you to then witness to um, a non-believer. So it's, you know, my thought is, I, I tell my teenage sons, you're either influencing them or they're influencing you. And even with, there's even Christian women I might be around that they're believers, but sometimes um, I realize that I might become a little more bitter or more of the martyr effect because I'm around them. And so I'd, I would have to remove myself from the situation because they didn't cause me to grow closer to the Lord. They were pulling me back and hindering my faith. So just use that discernment there. Um, the 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So, you know, the world would never say, oh, break yourself away from, you know, your non-Christian friends. And I don't know that you'd hear that in the church that often, but the Bible talks about it. You know, if they're correct, corrupting your character, um, take that step back. Um, and another few verses that I love that was really kind of my grounding point was um, Psalm 1, 1 through 2. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. So that's, uh, for me, it was a big key of, hey, I'm not going to listen to you people who don't know Jesus. You know, why would I listen to, you know, some unbeliever? What does light have in common in darkness? So yes, if they're hindering your faith, you take that step back. And then turn to the word, you know, delight in the law of the Lord, meditate on it day and night. And so you so you could become stronger. So you can say, you know, that's not what the word says, or you'll be able to discern more. You'll be able to influence better. You're going to influence them towards Christ. Right now, they might have you in a compromising position. And especially you're your college student. You've got you probably have professors that are outright hostile towards the Christian faith. So if you have to walk alone where it's just you and Jesus for a time, that's still better than walking with the scoffers. Right. And she, if she can find a good church, she needs to just start looking for godly friends. Absolutely. And pray for them. Absolutely pray for them. And the Lord will bring them to you in due time. But yes, pull yourself away. I'm not saying fully cut off, but, you know, when you get that phone call and they're like, hey, you want to go clubbing, you know, your answer is most likely going to be no, because that's not who you are anymore. That's your old life. But they don't get it. The unsaved don't understand. And it's just like, no, you know, I'm going to pass this time. And then as you grow in the Lord, there's nothing wrong with calling up a, a friend of the past and ask them if they want to go for coffee. You know, you set the terms. You decide what is appropriate for your life. Just because they're all doing it and they're, you know, mocking you and saying these things, that doesn't mean that you have to fall in line with it. And you're not some bad Christian because you're not hanging out with them. You're actually a very wise Christian because you're protecting your walk. So those are my thoughts on it. I'm Jolene Engel here with my husband, Eric, at JoleneEngel.com. <music> 